0: This is the Ring of Honor, a.k.a. Shane T, boy, the baddest champion you ever seen, boy. This is Mr. Anderson.
1: This is good old J.R. Jim Rock, and you are listening. You're listening to Knockouts and Three Counts. Cover! Cover! We, we got to come in
0: world champions! That will be one of the craziest knockouts I've ever seen in my life. Knockouts and Three Counts is the podcast. It's a the real deal, baby. Knockouts and Three Counts starts now. Another Thursday, and Corey's arm still looks like hamburger meat, so he'll be returning uh, Tuesday at your regularly scheduled 9 p.m. Eastern. But this is Knockouts and Three Counts, and we told you we had a show for you. If you guys are in the area, you need to be there, too. You know, Circle Six will be making their way here on July 22nd at the uh, Jam Handy. So we thought, why don't we bring Mike from Circle Six to come talk about this whole deal? How you doing, brother, man?
1: I'm good, man. I'm really happy to be here with you guys and get to talk a little bit about the company and the show's coming up. I'm stoked you had me on.
0: Hey, man, our pleasure. Shout out to Darren McCarty playing uh, Old Matchmaker over here. We'll oh, see yeah. you at the show, d man. Hell yeah. J Bone, how the hell are you doing, man? I'm all right, man. I'm
2: hot, but you know it is what it is. I'm trying to save on that electric bill while keeping that AC down, man. Don't bro. get so
1: conceited, bro. I can't get so it, bro. conceited. Bro. I'm
2: I'm a bigger guy nowadays, so I'm like. Yeah, you know, the heat kind of sticks with me now man I'm how
1: bad is the weather out there right now are we just gonna melt it, when we go there
0: is it it's right? it's like about 80 83 80. but the oh, problem man. with the yeah. the problem with the heat here is it's muggy like it gets oh, real, yeah. it mean, gets that's real really, muggy that's, that's the problem it's not so much the temperature it's the humidity, it's the humidity and man yeah i don't do well in
1: the humidity we're burning up in la but at least it's dry Shit, there you go.
0: Shit, I'll be in L.A. next year for Mania, man. I'm well aware with how uh, Cali is. I love it out there in San Diego, man. It's a nice place to be.
2: (laughs) Hell yeah. yeah, it is.
0: Well, dude, like I said, there's a lot for us to talk about, especially talking about, like we said, um, Circle Six coming here on Friday, July 22nd. But before we get to the show, which is going to be having names from all of the major companies that you could want to hear about, you got the Impact Champ, Josh Alexander. You got past guests of this show, Zicky Dice and Masada. And from what I saw, Masada and Schlack are a tag team in this shit. What? Yeah, man. Bringing Um, back faces of death dude you guys have got a banger of a roster coming for this show and we'll get to talking about that but before we get to that you know tell me a little bit about circle six how'd it come to be tell me a little bit about you know how do we end up where we're going to be at july 22nd
1: and you know it's a little bit of a complicated scenario to even get to the point that we were at this was supposed to be like three or four different things before it kind of uh turned into circle six uh You know, I had, uh, I'd been working with GCW for a while uh, through 2021. Uh, I'd been running Nick Gage's clothing line, MDK all day, along with a few other ones, whole bunch of mess over there that, uh, you know, changed things up. And, uh, you know, we ended up, we ended up parting ways. So I was trying to figure out what the next move was going to be, what we were going to do. I'd had a conversation with uh, Atticus, probably about i don't know maybe late august early september of 21 and i told him i was like look, my plan's always kind of been to you know do something different do do our own thing and kind of you know try to have fun again so the longest time i wasn't having fun doing this and this is where i wanted to be my entire life you know i always wanted to work in wrestling and then when it stopped being fun i'm like there's something wrong here like this ain't this ain't it so you know uh, I think Atticus was getting a little bit tired of the way things were. Uh, me and Ricky had linked up late in 21 and we're talking about doing some stuff together. And uh, we ended up trying to book that LA show out that first one back in March, which changed about four times. I mean, I'm shocked. We even got it done the way we did. I think that last card came together in probably about three and a half weeks, four weeks time, which was insane. Um, yeah it was just like it it feels like it's been chaos since we started but controlled chaos you know
0: hey man chaos is always a good thing sometimes especially in a business like you're in with wrestling i mean we all know that the best wrestling is when you never know what the hell is going to happen and speaking of things that you never know what's going to happen i still don't know what's inside that piss drug bro but i don't know that (laughs) i I don't know that i want to be I don't know that I want to try the piss jug. I'll leave that to you and our buddies Tommy Vendetta and all that. I got my fair share with Joel Bateman doing the shoey because I lost the bet. Bro. The shoey is doable, but the piss jug, man, I don't know that piss Jeez. jug is something else. What up, though, Donald? I... I mean, damn, he's already out with the fuck GCWs, man. we <laughs> go, here we oh, go, kid, here we bro. Go. <laughs>
1: it fell i mean look it's it's like it's unavoidable anytime like uh if somebody <laughs> brings up circle six it's just their name's always going to pop up at this point you know yeah i mean
0: that's and and the thing of it is dude like we talk about this on the show all the time like you know you see so many people it's and even so more so on the indies than i ever really have noticed like you know everybody loves when you got like your home promotion in the indies whether that's like if you're in chicago maybe it's warrior wrestling if you're you know, if if you're up north, you know, beyond wrestling, all that kind of stuff. There's different strongholds everywhere. But it's crazy when we're in 2022 and it's like why everybody feels like it's got to be just one thing. I feel like the more places like Circle Six and all these other places that are opening up, it just makes the whole scene better. It's funny to me mm-hmm. how mm-hmm. everybody seems to be so worried about spots and all those kind of things when in reality, you know, when everybody works together, it seems to be working at its best. But I mean, that kind of brings us to one of the things that uh, I wanted to ask you about. You know, you talked about why, you know, Circle Six came to be, you know, anybody that's been paying attention to Circle Six and the independent wrestling world knows that you guys have got the 4 for Ohio guys, you know, yep. coming over there. And they've made a big impact for you guys at Circle Six right away. I mean, when you guys did the joint show, with uh our buddies from ruthless pro and all yep. that down at uh harpos we were in the building i still got to get a bell to ring but ring the bell Which we were
2: amazing amazing
0: yeah show. man that was a fucking badass amazing show first thanks,
1: of thanks dude thank you i, I really, really enjoyed stoked it. Front. that show was awesome and it was great to be able to work with no peace and rpw on that especially since it was short notice and we we're able to step in and help out a little bit
0: and get that done i, I was really proud of that you've already got people from here in the D saying they're ready for uh, circle six coming in yeah, so right. I'm uh, I'm definitely looking forward to it um I it's it's crazy too because when all that went down you know everybody saw the podcasts and things that Atticus did and some of the other yeah. guys did talking about you know what was going on there and where their views are from that and like I said I'm not gonna go into all that you can go and check those podcasts out for yourself figure out all these things but you know, I was there at GCW War Games in Chicago and saw that big-ass brawl that happened in the cage with Atticus and Ricky Shane Page, all those guys. When I saw they were coming over with you guys and really saw some of the steam that you guys have been getting, man, I mean, that's a hell of a plug because they were synonymous with GCW for a yeah. while. And then to have them come over with you guys, I mean – I heard a lot about it even if I didn't know much about Circle 6 at the time. So, do you think uh with you guys starting to gain traction with that, you know, do you think it's going to be a thing where we keep you know, where we keep seeing it grow because of those names coming in or is it something like they just fit in, you know, just was a natural fit?
1: Um I I'd like to say I would hope that it's a natural fit. I'm not I'm not necessarily interested in trying to build our company and build circle 6 based off of oh here's a bunch of talent that's associated with GCW or here's a bunch of talent that's associated with any other company to come over and build it off their back i mean even to the degree that we're oh, using uh impact talent uh, I actually do want to bring Necro in. Uh, that's definitely been on the uh, on the list. Uh, you know, we're using Impact Talent. We're using some AEW talent. You know, we had Christopher Daniels on the first show. We got Brody King with us semi-regularly. Uh, we're showcasing them and trying to help our guys build off of them. It's not like I'm not bringing in Brody because I'm looking at Brody King and going Brody King's going to move tickets for right. me and i just need to you know move just sell tickets you know it brody like that match with brody and kevin giza i think did wonders for kevin giza i think the, a lot of people who didn't weren't aware of kevin giza now are you know i don't want to bring in uh you know names that are synonymous with gcw uh into the company and go hey now you can see these guys here well you could see them over there why do you care to see them here yeah, why does it you matter know, what banner they're under? Right, right. Why does it matter? You know, like whoever wants this is an independent contractor business, right? Whoever wants yeah. to go wherever they want to go, they can go there, right? They should be able to go there. That's a, that's up to them. As far as we go, we have our core guys that I'm invested in. Obviously, Atticus and Resta Four Four O. I'm very invested in Jake Christ, Very invested in Jacob Fatu. Very invested in Kevin Giza. Big fan somebody. of Fatu. Fatu's yeah. been f- phenomenal.
0: You know, uh, Fatu, if you hear this, the door is wide open, homie, because I have oh, yeah. seen him kill some shit the last you couple places I went. Broner was just talking about him on Tuesday, last, how, how on Tuesday, Fatu,
2: so
1: yeah. And these guys are, you know, you can't look at, you know, obviously, Fatu's with MLW, uh, but you know, Jake Christ was with Impact, but I don't want you, you know, you look at these guys and you can't tell, like, oh, they're with another company, these guys are now starting to be known as. Okay, they're they're being related to Circle Six. And that's that's our goal. That's we want to establish our roster. And then, yeah, hopefully some more people will start coming in that you haven't seen. But it's not going to be just like a huge wave. It's like you got to fit into what we're
0: trying to do and we're ready to go. I like it, because that, that'll that keep you guys different. We've already got a few suggestions in the uh, comments. If you guys are new here and watching us on YouTube, welcome. Make sure you hit the subscribe button, like button, share it, let a friend know, let them uh, get in on the conversation. I just but, uh, say, Mike's,
2: Mike's throwing out names in the comments, man.
1: I know, got, man.
0: I, <laughs> okay, well, bring Necro in. Necro, okay, Necro. Uh,
1: Necro's the no-brainer. We'll definitely, I we'll actually want to bring so, Necro in.
0: I got a funny Necro butcher story I'll tell you in a minute. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Uh the fucking rascals back together. We are big fans of the Rascals as well. Mm. They are both past guests of this show, too. So it'll be good to see them again. Uh Mike Piss jugs talking about uh bring Drake Younger in, one of the best deathmatch guys of all time.
1: I don't have enough heat. Like, you want me to bring Drake Younger in? <laughs> 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 like <laughs> there isn't enough heat on me. All right. Touche, my guy, <laughs> touche. Is
2: there a, is there anybody out there that you haven't brought in that you got in mind that you're trying to get there or what?
1: Um, we, I, I mean, if you would have asked me this three weeks ago, I would have said homicide, but we made that happen. So homicide, the homicide was there. like we'd been trying to get homicide since day one, and the schedules just never really lined up. Uh, there's a few other like surprise things that I. Trying to make happen that I don't want to spoil. Uh, But uh, yeah, I mean, Homicide was top of the list for sure. And we made that happen. And that was, uh, I'm hoping he's going to be able to stay a regular. You know, if he shows up there, enjoys his time, and sees that, you know, we're running a good show. That was like, uh, not to go off track, but like bringing uh, Killer Cross and Scarlet in. uh, Yeah. You know, I think that helped a lot because when they showed up and they saw how we ran our events and the fact that, Hey, there's catering and there's some structure and, you know, we're organizing your rides and we're organizing your travel as well as best as we can in in this like crazy environment that there's care put into it, you know, them giving the sign of approval of, no, this is well put together, carried a lot of weight to other people we were trying to bring in.
0: I, and and that's the thing too. Like uh, that was a, that leads into one of the questions that I had um, when it comes to this, especially with you guys. You know, kind of revamping and things. What is your mindset like when you look for? I mean, obviously, like you said, you don't want to bring people in in waves, so like you guys don't get associated with. Oh, they just bring a lot of guys in. When mm-hmm. you look, <clears throat> when you look at the names that you're bringing in, what is it that you look for with that stuff? Do you like the guys that are kind of out of the way that maybe either people forgot about or? Do you like the guys that are, you know, like, what is it that you guys look for? What's the vibe that you like, you want to see brought to circle?
1: I'm a a road less traveled type of guy. Like, I don't look at it and go, uh, okay, what's going to get us over the quickest, right? If we put on a bunch of scramble matches with a bunch of flippy shit, like we'd probably, you know, have our uh, clips being shared a lot more. You know, if we had uh, every match had high spots and we just let guys do whatever the hell they wanted to do during their matches to get over as quick as possible, uh, we'd probably have a lot more exposure by now. But uh, it, to, to me and to Ricky, who's heavily involved with all of this, is it's a long game, right? Like, for example, uh, let's talk like the death match thing. Sure. We had uh, we've had, we've done what, maybe four death matches, three death matches on our shows. Uh, We don't want to necessarily be referred to as a deathmatch company because we're going to do a little bit of everything. We want the deathmatch to matter when it's there. That's why it's the main event. How are you going to follow a deathmatch if it's not the main event?
0: You know, I like, like that, too, because, you know, that's something that I feel like goes a lot lost a lot when you're talking about indie shows, whether we are talking about a show that's heavy with death matches or just sometimes when you go to a show and everything's like super spotty. So, you, mm-hmm. if, you know, you got a million matches doing dives, then the dives to the floor don't mean anything anymore.
1: Yeah, I don't I know if this like... has made made it out as public knowledge yet, but our shows have a printed list in the back of everybody's finishers and uh everybody's protected moves and Ah, what we're going to be doing that's cool what each match is like what we don't want to see in the matches and who's allowed to do what to make every match try to seem as different as possible i mean if you're in the audience and by the sixth tope you see you're like all right i saw it yeah what's up next you know
2: that's that's a smart move man and that and that goes back me and kyle we talk about this all the time protecting the finisher there's guys that do, you know, said said move during their matches as a regular ring maker. <laughs> exactly. Like, I think yeah. We went all the way back as to, like, pile drivers and DDTs. Like, those used to be such brutal wrestling moves, and now yeah. they're just used just by anybody. So, when it's protected, yeah. it matters that much more. You know what I mean? So, that, yeah. it makes sense. That's actually a great idea that you yeah. guys do stuff like I that. I think
1: if you, if you go back and you watch all of our shows, you still, to this point, I don't, I don't believe have seen one Canadian Destroyer. I think Scarlet did one. And that was hmm. it. <laughs> we saved it literally for that match. <laughs> yeah. Isn't
0: it crazy that that's become such a staple of wrestling at this point? When in reality, when Petey Williams first started doing that, everybody was like, What the fuck? Oh my God, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. But now everybody's doing it girls, old people, young people. Yeah. Dude, it. it's become like the new hey, DDT totally almost. Devastating sure. move. Looks great. But it looks dope. If you can do it right, things. it's dope.
2: But just like anything, if it's overused, it's watered down, man. So that goes back to protecting the move. So.
0: Mike said yeah. he's a big fan of that idea. We got a couple other questions for you. Joey, who watches us every week, is asking, is there any more uh, talents in Michigan you have your eye on that you haven't been announced yet? Um, for this show, I think we've announced almost
1: everybody uh, for it, aside from the main events. Uh, but, hey, listen, our DMs are open. Hit suggestions of guys you want to see. You know, don't well, don't Donald's already got so a couple much. for you. He said he wants yeah. Tommy
0: Vendetta over there. <laughs> okay <laughs> all right i think i'm not
1: sure if we tried for tommy vendetta for this show or not i can't remember I, when i was going through the booking with ricky but um tommy vendetta is great and he is
0: somebody that i would uh really like to use in the future for sure he's been making a he's been making a splash Greenway. all over Greenway. not Greenway. just here i mean every it seems like even and, you know jaybone we were just talking about this on tuesday with uh isaiah broner because that was from the weekend that they had had uh broner's first and only death match you know that weekend for icw no holds barred and stuff and like that kid has been on the on the top of everybody's tongue i was in dallas at wrestlemania and i've got people hitting me up about their match that's in tennessee so like i said tommy vendetta is definitely somebody i feel like um we're gonna be seeing more of so we'll see if we see him come to a circle six ring but we got a few more questions from you for you this one i actually am uh This one's really intriguing. So how did you guys pick the jam handy? A lot of uh, unique history uh, with the studio and such. So how'd you, how'd you guys uh, choose jam handy? We've seen everybody go into uh, Harpo's and things like that. Yeah. What went into that?
1: Well, I mean, maybe this is an unpopular opinion, but after my, after my experience at Harpo's, I definitely was not interested in ever going back there. Like I love the venue as like a metal, like for metal. Fantastic. Watch a fucking metal show there. It's great. Wrestling. It's not laid out for it. In my opinion, like, half of that venue is useless for wrestling, you know? Um, but historically for what's gone through there, amazing place, but it just, it wasn't it for wrestling. Uh, the venues that we've chosen, like, okay, 1720 in LA, uh, which is our home base here is like, okay, that's a regular concert venue and it works out for our needs. But I think everywhere else that we've gone uh, has kind of been, you uh, non-traditional venues for wrestling orlando that show we did with no peace was in a uh wedding venue it was uh, like an all-white oh, room uh <laughs> which when i walked in there i was like okay this is, we got to make sure we cover everything because we're gonna, there's gonna be it. no way <laughs> to yeah. blood can't like have it all blood stain, looking like a crime yeah. scene yeah no it was uh you know and it but it worked out great the venue owner uh was hesitant at first and then at the end of the night, he goes, "I'm really glad you didn't tell me exactly what you were going to do in here because I would have never let it happen." But I'm um, after seeing it and being here for it, I want you back whenever you want to come back. I think if if you can have the conversation with the venues and warn them, tell them what you're going to do, what this is about, because anybody who's not involved with wrestling may look at it and go, "Hey, this is uh, this is going to be more." Trouble than it's worth or whatever, but it's really not wrestling audiences for the most part pretty well maintained get rowdy get loud, but you don't really see fights you don't see the a lot of trouble that comes with a lot of other types of events. So I've kind of used that to my advantage when talking with a lot of these kind of obscure venues that wouldn't traditionally host wrestling. But if you think about it, like, where do you need wrestling is what you need a a large open space. What has those wedding venues, right? Mm -hmm. Like wedding venues have that and they're, you know, open to it a lot of the time. Uh, Jam Handy, I hit them up. I honestly didn't think they would take it. But uh, shockingly enough, they were open for it. They told me pretty much two things. No fire. Don't jump off the balcony. Deal. (laughs) We're good. Somebody <laughs>
0: tell Blake Christian. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> dude, yeah. I was there that night. In Ve- dude, we were there that night in Vegas. And like, once we saw that that's what did it, I'm like, I'm not surprised. Because as soon as he caught him, like, you could see him just like literally, like, he's mm-hmm. instantly just like this with his back, like, just kind of hunched over while he's walking.
2: Yeah. Now that, that was higher <laughs> than
0: it looked on yeah. TV, dude. Hell yeah, and it was, dude. It doesn't look like it's that higher. tall, but it's <laughs> a lot higher. Than <laughs> You're you're not wrong at all. We got a couple more. Joey's throwing out a few more names he'd like to see from Michigan in here. This is one that, I mean, hell, this guy's everywhere. I saw he's about to be wrestling in Germany, Germany and Sweden, I think, some other shit. Uh, Karam. he said he wants to see Karim at Circle Six.
1: Oh, yeah, dude. Uh, I would also like to see that. That would be really cool. <laughs> I'd be all about that.
0: Big fans of Karam over here. If you guys haven't mm-hmm. already done so, make sure you go check out our shows with him in the past episodes and make sure you hit that subscribe button. If you're checking us out on podcasts, and all that good stuff, leave us a review. I'll read it out on the show. All right. We got, and then that, I mean, that's a good question too. So um, is there any certain style matches that we hardly see that you would like to see more of in circle six?
1: Um, I was talking with, uh, Atticus about this that I actually would like to see I know it's happening I think as H2O is doing it or some I can't remember who's doing it but I'd like to see more dog collar matches I feel like those are really underutilized especially in the indies you know you see you've seen a few of them now uh in the last year but I think that's really really underutilized I think the, the match types that matter uh, and what we want to see is really just kind
0: of what fits into the evolution of the stories that we're trying to tell. That's, you know, and that's a good dog thing. Donald match. just commented storytelling. I mean, I love the dog collar match, but the thing is, it's one of those where like, there's got to be a reason. These dudes are has to be a reason. Dog collar match. You know yeah, what I mean? like I agree. If, what When you do that the right way, whether you're talking about the Roddy Piper dog collar match, whether you're talking about what we saw from CM Punk and Raven and ring of honor, you know, like, those things are all dope because you want to see these guys fight like this way nobody can go nowhere. You know they're going to beat the shit out of each other. Mm-hmm. Hell, with that being said, CM Punk and MJF was a bloodbath, but yeah. again, there was a yep. reason for them to do that. It so made I'm sense. all for right. And if that's the route that you want to go with doing the dog collar match, and there's going to be a story behind them, hell yeah, yeah, all the more power to you. I think I think that's dope. I, I definitely, think that, and I fan. think that's a,
2: like we said, dude, Kyle. Me have been we've been pounding this drum for a long time. It's a lost art, in wrestling is storytelling. There is still a story to tell in the ring, and that may be what's most important when it comes in. I think it's a lost art nowadays, man. So like you, you go said, into
1: the show more invested when there's something that you've been following along. I mean, the match may be great, but if there's that little piece missing of like why yeah. is this happening, it just doesn't taste as good, you know? Yeah,
0: exactly. So. That brings up a good question, you know, with you being a promoter and all that, how much uh, how much do you watch, like, all the wrestling these days? Are you busy with, you know, like, your regular uh, stuff so much that you don't get to see it as much, or, you know, I, because we, we've gotten such a different range. Some people will say they don't watch it, others are like, yeah, I keep up on everything, so where do you fall in that category? I kind of keep up with it in clips, uh, as far
1: as, like, main shows go, you know, like, I just I'll still follow WWE story just based on clips and see what's going on and stay up to date with it to the most part, you know, unless there's something I really want to see kind of the same with AEW. Uh, it's just like a general overall burnout of like too much wrestling in life where I'm totally like, I, respect I, I don't yeah, want to like, it. yeah, I don't want to, and I don't want to have something I'm thinking of or something I want to do be swayed by something else that's already happening, mm. you know? So to, to, it's it's minimal it's a lot less than it was a few years ago that's for sure but i do still keep up with a lot of the indie shows i'm trying to like mainly talent that i'm unaware of like i know what a lot of the guys I, i'm aware of are going to be able to do i'm more interested in seeing like okay who's going to be the next
0: like sh- stand out you know
1: mm.
0: yeah i can totally respect that yeah. i mean you know, and I guess that's as good a thing to ask as any. You know, everybody's been talking about this all day. I don't know how much it's really going to change things. But with you being a promoter yourself, what do you think about uh, what we heard today about WWE going back to TV 14? Uh, I
1: think you're going to just hear uh, a few more people say the word shit. Shit uh, ass bitch. Ass, like something that. like that. <laughs> I think you're going to get some blood on, uh, you know, big pay-per-view matches. Uh, but I don't think too much is too much is going to change you know i don't think it's going to go i mean they were already kind of leaning towards that and uh and testing the waters right with the whole like ms balls thing Mm -hmm. right like Uh they were just kind of seeing what what the reaction was i'm sure they saw that people were talking about those segments and sharing those segments more than anything else and based on the numbers it made sense which yeah you mean you're old you want to get a little bit of an older audience in there too right
0: but I don't think yeah. too much is
1: going to change. I think it's going to be, for the most part, similar. I think the uh, the matches are still going to be overproduced, which is going to be the the heart, yeah. the, the yeah. biggest thing well, that's going to hinder them.
0: Well, that's first order of business, thing, first
2: but, order of business, let's bring back back,
1: back the uh, bra and panties matches, right? I mean, come on. I mean, ah, we shit. already did, you I mean, know. I mean, we on, already guys, did. Right? I thought I listen honestly. I thought we were going to get so much shit for doing that. I really did. Uh, and it were, really didn't, which was surprising. I mean,
2: come on, what was the attitude they were based of?
1: Listen, this was Scarlet's. This was Scarlet's idea. Next, right? This was scar like Scarlet was for this. Like she wanted to do it. We weren't going to do anything that was like, you know, put anyone in an uncomfortable position. It'll, you know, she was all for this, and Eddie is, uh, you know, professional through and through. So it, it worked out.
0: Hey man, like I said, I like the shit that's out the way. So I mean, I think uh, a lot of the females would have something to say with all the all the advancements we've seen with wrestling. But hell, fuck it, run it. But
1: <laughs> listen, but- I I get that one hundred percent. But there's also like you know, I think the art of the manager and the valet has been kind of lost through yes. that. Where one hundred percent. You can yeah. still have that, like just because you're like somebody is one thing doesn't mean they can't, you know, another person can't be another. You can have both great female wrestlers and great female valets mm-hmm. that are what about are to uh, provide sensational a role.
0: sherry, bro? Like yeah. she could be with Sherry, the was, sherry did everything, yeah, and that's man. it.
1: If you want to do both, if you if both interests you, you can do both, like it's all Everything's open. I don't think you can say like there's a block on anything right now. Like you could be whoever <laughs> you want to be.
0: man shield something in my soul. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Oh shit. Good lord, Eddie always busts out, busts out the ping thong.
1: Uh, we're gonna get a lot more. We're gonna get a lot more raunchiness from Eddie. Only trust me. <laughs>
0: Maybe Eddie only needs to make a debut on uh, hey, knockouts of three counts because like no. I got a bunch of funny ass shit that's no. coming to mind.
2: That's
1: not happening. Oh no! I'll make sure of it. No, <laughs> Eddie's, Eddie's got to run everything he does by us before he does it like that. <laughs> He's a loose cannon.
0: Oh shit! Oh my god, that sounds that'll that reminds me of the time that we had uh, Madman Pondo on. Man, if you guys didn't check that out, go ahead and check that out in the in the past episodes, and you'll see what I'm talking about. You want any on? You're gonna need a two minute delay, and I'm controlling the (laughs) stream.
2: We need waivers. We need parental advisory stickers. All that stuff.
0: You know, it it's funny you say that because there actually used to be a disclaimer when we were at the studio with our friends from Podcast Detroit that. I swear was put in because of uh, a former host of our show, uh, Tony Thunder. Where every time before our show started, the thoughts and views of Knockout the Three Cons are not those of podcasting. Yes <laughs> that's right. Oh God. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, God it, yeah, it was It may Welcome. or it. Welcome to the internet, right? Fuck uh, You know. You know, you never knew what Tony Thunder was going to say. Maybe Tony Thunder will have to come back one of these days, but yeah, it things got wild when we were in the studio. But, you know, speaking of things getting wild, you know, for for me, this is going to be, well, no, it's not my first one, probably my second or third Circle 6 show. But for a lot of people that are here in Detroit, I don't know how many of them have gotten out to come see you guys yet. So, with that being said, how would you describe, you know, what we're going to come going to see come July 22nd? How would you describe what your the vibe of your show?
1: Man, it's still you know it's still a little hard because we're trying to really find our identity still. I'm not saying that we haven't really put it together, but it's a slow build, you know. Um, but we like we like to keep the shows uh very loose vibe, you know, almost like uh, house party, you know. I think is the closest thing of uh what I can describe it to. Byron uh, from Body Slam uh, said that attending the shows was like going to a punk concert. So I like it. I mean, that's, that's somebody else's view on it. Me. I'm very like, it's hard for me to describe it because I'm so invested in it. I feel, uh, I almost feel stupid even trying to describe it, you know, like it's just, it is, it exists. It is what it is. You know,
2: I was going to say that circle six show we went to was definitely like that. It was more of a party vibe. And even, even the crowd that we were sitting with, man, they were just like in the party mode. You could tell every match would get people on their feet, get people invested and get people going. You know what I mean? So, party vibe is probably the best way to put it i would say
1: thanks man and we and we try to keep the uh we try to keep the show flowing uh very well something we tried out the last show that we hadn't done prior was no intermission Mm -hmm. uh we killed the intermission and we just kind of tried to flow the matches one into the next you know i'm not a not a big fan of uh, four hour long five hour long marathons (laughs) like let's you know get in there start drinking enjoy the show and then let's have some time in the venue afterwards to hang out and keep drinking before we hit curfew Dude, you know, I'm, I'm not so, a fan of those
2: long shows either what was the show yeah. we just had a show where they ran out of kyle we won't say what show it is but they ran out of food what third or fourth match in i don't even know how long that show had to go but
1: bro there, by the time you had, get to right? the main event
2: the venues burnt, staff's <laughs> burnt talents <laughs> yeah.
1: burnt crowds burnt like yeah you know like let's just Let's get on with it, enjoy it while everyone's got energy and then hit the bar.
0: There you go. <laughs> you know, Donald brought something up that's a good thing for us to talk about too before I get to it. What up, though, Mickey? Good job on the uh first round finish over there at uh, you know, in your last fight. And like I say, you know, it was pretty cool because I got to be on commentary and flat my gums. So if you didn't get to see those lights out fights from the Deltaplex, go check them out on Spectation Sports. Um, all right. Donald said, you know, one thing that he likes is something that we kind of brought up a little bit earlier, but I want to know what your mindset is with that. Cause I for, have harped this to the high hell on the show about when you get a lot of these collaboration shows and things like that, they make up, they make for matches that you're not going to see. You're going to see interesting matchups. You're going to see, you know, different feuds start in those things. So how important is it for uh circle six while you guys are still kind of getting your stuff up and going to be working with other companies whether it be like rpw or whomever it might be uh in the given show like is that something you want to continue to do
1: it is it's i think it's really important when we started this uh i wanted to try to collaborate with as many companies as we could because especially for us we're not i mean we're la based right but we've only ran two shows in los angeles since we started back uh you know four months ago uh but we've been traveling around i don't want to go somewhere and have a local promotion go these people are trying to come in and take over my territory or be somewhere that Mm -hmm. we're not welcome uh you know, ran into that in Cleveland and it wasn't my intention, but it, that was kind of like thrown on us on assumption without anything on our end to counter it. You know, uh, I, if we're going to go somewhere, there's a local promotion that we can work with. I'm all for it. You know, when we went to Orlando, that's why we were with no Peace, because they're there, right? Like, why not mm-hmm. let's partner together. Let's do something. Our first time coming to Detroit. Yeah. RPW and no piece are there. Why not, you know, get in with them, work together, and make a collaborative effort? I think uh, I think that betters everyone because there's things that we do that other promotions don't do, and there's other pro- what things that other promotions do to run their shows that we don't do, and we're all kind of able to learn from each other and help grow it all together. You know, it's better for our business. Our costs are driven down, and we're able to have support in getting everything together. And for the boys, it's even better because if we are stronger in other territories and i can be like okay hey uh rpw come to la or beyond come to la or whoever come over here and do something with us every i just saw right there everybody eats that's always been our mentality from moment one is uh we're not trying to like be number one we're trying to share the top spot with everyone you know and uh raise the whole industry together where people can make money and not have to necessarily go okay i need to take a i need to go take a low, low dollar contract at AEW or i need to take a low, low dollar contract at WWE if they don't necessarily want to be there if they want to stay independent they want to have their own merch rights and do everything themselves we'll build a build a situation where everyone can do that the only way we're going to be able to do it is if everyone
0: if majority of people work together i i couldn't agree more man and it makes and like we said it makes for such Nasty matchups, and speaking of matchups <clears throat> that people want to see, you know, Donald brings up another one. First of all, shout out to our guy, Darren McCarty, Red Wings legend out of here out of Detroit, for setting this Hell whole yeah. thing up and all that good stuff. So, if you guys didn't get to see uh D Max's last appearance on the show, it actually was before the RPW uh Circle six show here at Harpo's. So, uh, go back and check that out. But uh, Donald is talking about he's totally invested in Atticus and D Max. So, First of all, what are your thoughts on this? <laughs> and uh, what are your thoughts on seeing Derek Darren McCarty hitting fools with hockey sticks that have fun tax and explosives on them? I mean, damn. I don't Listen, know if it's a mid I love the –
1: I love the hockey the hockey stick thing, and I think we need to get bigger explosives on the hockey sticks. That's number yeah. one. Yeah. Uh, number two, I also think Derek McCarthy may be a little bit of a, a masochist because he keeps uh, wanting to get himself into a position where Atticus is gonna snap and do his uh, do his his gimmick on him. And that we dude, he you know, stopped us at, at the at show afterwards
0: point. and insisted we took a yeah. picture with the skewer still in his head. <laughs> yeah, he not, Listen, he I love a, to see He was it, on so.
2: his own, on his show, the Woodward Sports Show, and he was showing it off, man, the next day. Love and then Hard cam it. got a hell of a hell of a photo op of that, you know, in the ring, man. That was that was actually a great moment. That was one of the cooler moments. Not that I just like DMAC by any means, trust me. But one of the <laughs> no, for moments sure. that I showed that night, that was kick ass, dude.
1: I think everybody's enjoying that feud, and I think we need to figure out, uh, you know, when these two are going to just go at
0: it, one of you know, one on one. Well, shit. I mean, I'm sure DMAC will be in the building on the 22nd. So, I mean, who well, he the will hell be there. Knows combustible elements and a lot of other kinds of elements yeah, yeah we are looking forward to seeing uh DMACC come the 22nd as well but we've talked a lot about you know how circle six got to where circle six is right now and how it came to be we've talked about Four ohio and all those things but now we need to talk a little bit about gangrene so dude you guys just in the names that have been announced you've got impact world champion josh alexander is going to be on there. You know, you've got, like we said, past guests of this show. Masada is teaming back up with Schlack. You know, you've got uh, other fellow past guests of this show. Zicky Dice is going to mm-hmm. be on that show. You know, you've got Brody King, who we just saw here in Detroit, choked, uh poor Orange Cassidy out to sleep. I mean, dude, you guys yep. have got a banger of a card. So tell me a little bit about Gang Green. What are you most excited for? And uh, let everybody know what we're in for at 22nd
1: uh i'm most excited to just put on a little bit more of an aggressive show this is going to be a little bit programmed a little different than the you know than the past shows that we've had uh you know i'm excited for ace perry's debut that's going to be really cool uh the main event is probably what i'm most stoked on we haven't announced it yet and i'm not going to give you the match stipulation but it is going to be faces of death versus uh bobby beverly and eric ryan uh, oh shit! A, That's gonna a, be a blood yeah. man. You
2: said you, there's a stipulation, yeah. but you haven't announced it yet.
1: I haven't announced the stipulation okay. yet. I'm waiting for it to arrive on a pallet. <laughs> so I feel we'll like see, hopefully. I feel like now that you yeah. just
0: made like the perfect clip for me to put out for tomorrow All because right. I'm just gonna yeah. tell people. So what do you think came in on said pallet? <laughs> yeah,
1: it's probably not gonna be what anybody anybody expects. Let's, but we'll let's see. start dropping. It's the gonna comic, seem. Man. It'll seem light. It'll seem light, but uh, you know, I think. Uh, I think uh, people are going to enjoy it. It's going to be a fun show. It's going to be a fun main event. Uh, and honestly, Faces of Death is a tag team I want to keep together moving forward, you know, for when we uh, inevitably announce uh, the
0: tag titles in the coming months. Can right. you imagine if Masada and Schlack get a hold of those belts? Who the fuck's going to take it off them? I
1: don't know. I think we're going <laughs> to do need. We may need, yeah, we need, may need a three-man team to do it. Good oh, luck. I hands. mean... It gang green, we also speaking of teams, we also have, uh, you know, Secondhand Smoke, uh, Eddie Only and uh, Gregory Iron doing their first talk show segments. Uh, I right. like it. See, I'm a big
0: fan of Gregory Iron being the whole CP thing because I happen to have CP myself. So shout out to Greg, Gregory Iron on that one. Like I say, uh, definitely uh, looking forward to that. Another thing I'm looking forward to um, on this show is going to be our guy, Dread King Logan, and his partner. Midwest Scum are going to be on this card. I'm definitely looking forward to uh, seeing what they're getting into, man. What do you think about Midwest Scum?
1: I really enjoy watching uh, Midwest Scum. And uh, to me, like, man, you know, it's hard to find good tag teams, like actual tag teams on -hmm. the indies. So it's really nice to, you know, be able to have them around and and, uh, get them on the show. Because You see a lot of teams that are, you know, two singles wrestlers put together. But you don't see guys necessarily that are like an invested tag
0: team as much nowadays. Yeah, they're a hell of a tag team, man, for sure. Eddie only Eddie. with a mic will be fire. Eddie <laughs> only with a pink thong and a mic. Holy shit, are we in trouble come Detroit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're making Speaking me Speaking of Darren McCarty, and there,
1: there he, he is. is man. What
0: up, man? What up, yeah. What's D-man. up, Darren?
2: <laughs> I'll tell you what, hey. bro, I'm looking forward to seeing Homicide. I think this is going to yeah. be the first time I've seen Homicide live.
0: Homicide's dude. a G, dude. I'm loving yeah, it. And if I'm not mistaken, homicide. isn't he carrying that NWA strap right now too? He is carrying yeah. the NWA yeah. strap. I like oh, yeah. it. Homicide is a G. I sounds always like it sounds for... like a
2: party to me, man. I don't know about you. Yeah. that's what two, I. Bro, that's two, two nights I'm... in a row,
1: man. I mean, we got most of that whole roster coming with us to the next night in Cleveland as well. So it's just what we got going on in Detroit's going to carry over into Cleveland. Right. Well,
0: I'm just going to say it. I mean, hey, we are from Michigan. You know, I'm just going to say the Detroit crowd's probably going to be a little bit better, you know, that <laughs> fuck Ohio scene, <laughs> you know. Detroit
2: Rock City, baby. Ain't nobody
0: proved us wrong yet. So. <laughs> so, love to see it. Just stay it's safe out cool. there on them roads, Darren. We don't need you having to pull out a hockey stick on a cop pod, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> no, seriously. Dude, I like I said, I am definitely looking forward to that. It, and the thing is, man, first of all, Where'd you come up with gangrene for the show? What the fuck? <laughs> uh, so
1: that was a that was an Atticus uh, Atticus suggestion. He's uh, he was all, that was all him. <laughs> yeah, he named Atticus. Atticus named both of the shows this weekend.
0: <laughs> hey man, but hey, I it love it. it. If, I was it. gonna say it'd catch you if nothing else. I just looked yeah. at it. I'm like, what the hell? We're giving out gang green in this bitch. <laughs> uh but hey man all i know is that card is looking badass i'm looking forward to seeing what we got in there um any okay uh any cleveland news uh i'll most likely be making the trip uh
1: cleveland news what have we not announced for cleveland yet that i can tell you i feel like we've almost we've announced almost everything uh no there's a few things but we're trying to tie up some loose ends i can tell you this much uh you're gonna want to You're definitely going to want to see the main event. It's going to be a tag situation. Uh, It's going to be fun.
0: I love when you got to be secretive because now yeah. I know that that match is going to be, be. Now, like here's thinking, the other you question. Can see okay, it, is you gang- can see he gang wants to say what it is.
2: He wants to, like, <laughs> tell us. But he's like, ah, oh, not yet, yeah. not yet. He wants
0: to. I can see it. Yeah, it's like I when do. you got to keep a surprise birthday party for somebody. So, <laughs> now with that being said, for those that aren't, I probably obviously am not going to be able to make it out to Cleveland. Are you guys going to be streaming this anywhere where you can watch it if you're not? We are. The watch?
1: shows are all streaming on Title Match. Uh, everything's going to, stre- okay. everything streams live on Title Match uh, for the foreseeable future uh except for uh the dallas show that we just announced that's going to be taped and uh probably streamed the week after mainly because uh we're planning some really weird shit for that show it's i mean it's called hood rat stuff with my friends uh so (laughs) i want to make sure i can get an edit out of it (laughs) before we uh stream that live that's
0: fair. I we were just talking about uh, disclaimers and all those things. There you go, thinking ahead of time, yeah. making uh, get out in front of the disclaimers. <laughs> yeah, you know, the
1: Friday show will be live, and then Sunday uh, we'll tape and air uh, the following week. You know, and uh, on what you were saying about wanting to announce uh, that match and not being able to say it, I've been trying to get us to the point where people will trust that we're going to put on good shows. Mm-hmm. You know, we announce the matches slowly, we announce the talent relatively slowly compared to a lot of other companies a lot of indies will kind of throw their whole card out at once or just say like everybody that's going to be on the roster uh i really want to get people to trust that like hey we're not gonna like rip you off of your money if the ticket's expensive trust me it's worth it if the ticket's cheap i guarantee you it's still worth it like we're gonna
0: have our core roster with us everywhere I like that, too, because, see, that's one thing... That's a good thing to note on, because that's one thing with, like... I'm just using them as an example. Again, you could say GCW, Warrior Wrestling, uh, whichever one you want. You don't always see, like, you know, that set niche group of guys that are... Guys and girls that are always there. If you guys are going to be going different places and you're going to have that core roster there, I think it's also going to be beneficial to you guys for growing, growing your audience, because you know whether you see circle six here in Michigan, or then you go see them at, in LA, you know, you know, you're getting, you know, you're going to be getting some of those same names that you saw here in Detroit. So I definitely think, yep. uh, damn, Donald is going in. Jeez, I, got, I got a quick question. We'll pull back, pull back the
2: curtain a little bit Yeah, being, being a promoter. And also, I know you guys said you haven't been around for that long, but you have shows in LA Cleveland, you said Orlando and Detroit. Have you noticed a difference in the regional areas as far as booking uh, crowd reaction, anything like that? Has there been any any bumps in the road? As far um
1: as it's been difficult. Like I mean, truth be told, it's difficult to move tickets. Uh, you know, obviously, like our first show was crazy packed, it was great. The mystique was there, right? Okay, now we're trying to get it, we're out there, everyone knows what it is, but we're competing with so many other things. I mean, our last show in LA just that weekend alone, I think there was six other shows going on, you know, not to mention three happening that exact same day. So there's a lot of competition out there. There's a lot of, of other companies that are running. Part of my reason of trying to work with as many promotions as I can is to not step on toes when it comes to dates. Sometimes that happens, you know, like it happened with Cleveland. AIW is running an hour, you know, away from us. Wasn't intentional. If, you know, our socials hadn't been blocked, we I probably would have noticed it, you know, (laughs) but I didn't even think about looking. I just checked in the Cleveland area and I didn't look at the, you know, 60 mile radius around. And it happened. Not intentional stuff, but it does. It does go down and that does affect ticket sales. Now, you know, it's stuff. It's stuff you can't really avoid. We're trying to figure out what the best way around it is um and just get people to get familiar with the product and make it as affordable as we can for people. you know we had a, a delay in uh, ticket sales for Cleveland because we were forced to use Ticketmaster for the um, for the ticketing for that event because of the venue and originally the ticket fees were almost 35 40 percent on top of the ticket price, oh. which was insane and we weren't going to do it um and from that, we i had the venue and us negotiating with ticketmaster to drive drive that down it delayed the ticket sales by two and a half weeks almost because obviously who the fuck are we they're going to respond to us slow you know we don't matter but we got that ticket uh that ticket fee driven down to i think about 5 or 6 dollars per ticket but it's just i didn't want to put that out and have the fans be like yo what the fuck because it's not us we we want to make sure people are getting their money's worth and not overpaying and not having
0: a shit experience you know yeah as a fan's perspective i mean that's something we talk about that all the time man like to know you know like i feel like that should be the ultimate goal of any promoter and anybody putting on a show like if somebody's enjoying you know wanting to be at your show i mean that's gonna be the thing that continues to put asses in seats i mean Mm -hmm. and and that kind of goes with you know what donald said you know nobody owns any you know any territory anymore you know but like i said you were, you know, like, like you mentioned, sometimes shit happens. It wasn't something that was done, you know, intentionally, but I mean, that that's part of the game. I mean, before we let you get out of here, we talked a little bit about, um you know, the behind the scenes stuff and all that stuff in the time, short time that circle six has been around. What do you think? Uh, what do you think your biggest lesson you've learned out of it is?
1: Man, it's been so many. Uh, <laughs> I think biggest lesson probably uh shoot lower maybe i'm not saying that in the sense of like the product that we're going to deliver but i definitely have gone with the mentality of i'm okay running 200 cap rooms putting 100 people in there putting on a good product and letting as many people see it out on the internet as possible like that's not bothering me you know i see a lot of comments from shows of people that are you know supportive of one company or another and don't like us of oh good they're gonna draw another 75 people they're gonna draw another fucking 40 people hope they can fucking you know double that assholes whatever like telling us to fuck off that doesn't necessarily bother me because it's like okay yeah we're doing it we're still here and there's i'm getting the streaming numbers people are watching so yeah maybe 75 to 100 people did show up live in person fine it's a new territory we build on it you know you got to start somewhere i like it j bone you got anything else that i missed hey man I'm, I'm just looking
2: forward to next friday dude detroit you know you don't know how it goes in detroit man rock city wrestling city we're gonna be there it's gonna be live you already know man i'm ready to go well, i'm excited to have you
0: guys there man i hope you guys enjoy the show Hey man, I'm looking forward to being there, and thankfully that start time did say eight o'clock because I will be just finishing uh, flinging the mail at the post office and all those things. Hopefully, Hell as yeah. you guys, if you watch every week, know. Hopefully, I don't go postal in the process. But hey, it's a lot easier to not go postal when I know I've got something, uh, you know, got something good to be looking forward to. Let's um, let's say I'm so grateful this brand was brought to California. Uh, yeah. Only one company I hate. Love what you. <laughs> yeah. hey, we already know what it
2: is, man. Yeah. He's already Donald, been making that known. going be Don- Is Donald gonna be Donald? I know you hear us, man. You gonna be down there next Friday or what? you are gonna see you. I would hope so. I would hope so, man. Donald's a Donald's a riot. He's a good time. So,
1: no, I'm excited Yo. to see everybody out there, man. Detroit's always been cool
0: hell yeah dude detroit will give you a good time if you guys are uh in the area or feel like making that drive make sure you come out piss jug all of you guys like i said we will be in the building if you guys see us there say what's up we'll drink a beer with you whatever it is mike when i get there we definitely will have to link up my friend and uh like i say if you guys are new here make sure you guys hit the subscribe button like button comment button share it with a friend and you might want to stay tuned because we just named all of those names that are going to be on that card and you might just see a few of them coming soon to you. So until next time and in the in-between time, you know, Mike, let them know where they can get these uh, tickets real quick before we get out. Of here. Uh,
1: man, you just uh, hit up our social media and everything's in the bio. Just uh, on Instagram at circle number six dot co Twitter at circle number six underscore co and uh, every link for every uh, ticket is right there in the bio.
0: You heard it. You heard the man. Get your tickets. And, you know, if you guys were doing right by your tickets and needed to have money for tickets, you know, you can hit our homies up. Shout out to our sponsors, G3 Payroll and Tax. Tell them Knockouts and Three Counts sent you. Jack will save you a little bit of money, and then you won't be worried about this ticket. So until this thir- next Tuesday, make sure you hit that subscribe button and don't go postal. Peace. Appreciate it.